What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. <laughs> and you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. So let me first, let me start off by saying this. Please be happy that I'm here today, because I did not want to record today. Because I was afraid. afraid about the corona. I have really been afraid, like, seriously. scared of this shit for she- real? Lexi. Um, well, I'll say this. I'm not scared of it. I just need it to be isolated and contained. Because at the end of the day, no, people die. So many yeah. people die from the flu every year, and people don't That's really true. talk about it. So I feel like we're not taking it as serious as it needs to be taken. Yeah. Right. So that's going to be our first topic. So we're going to get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. So um, how was your week, girl? It was cool. And it's crazy that, like, you know, we're about to talk about the corona situation. Because I actually was supposed to go to Houston. I had been planning this for weeks. And then I changed my mind mm-hmm. at the last minute. And then my friends ended up finessing me into, going. into still coming. Because I wasn't going to go anymore because one of the main reasons I was going, you know, was to see my dad. Right. But the facility that he stays in, the rehab facility, they shut it down. Mm. So I couldn't even go see him. Right. Mm-hmm. But, they I mean. anybody in. But. Rightfully so, right? I mean, no, to protect. Rightfully yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's why, but that's why I decided at first. I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna go anymore. Right. But then I still ended up going. Did you have fun? You know what's crazy? Like people really not taking this shit serious. No, they're not. At Rose Gold last night, and it's don't get me wrong. Yes, I guess you could say I was kind. I kind of am contributing to it because mm-hmm. I'm still outside, but. At Rose Gold last night, the girls that worked there literally had signs that said, fuck coronavirus. <gasps> like, when you walk into the See? club. Mm-mm. And that shit is wild to that me. That is really, really crazy. It's really, really crazy. Um, and it's concerning. But did you have a good time, though? You ate, Oh, yeah, like... I had a good time. I went to Tur- I, um, I hung out with my friends. Um, We went to Turkey Leg Hood. Uh-huh. And where did we, we went to this place called Mary's. And then okay. we went to Rose Gold. So, I mean, I didn't do that much because I literally wasn't even there for 48 hours. Right, right. I just right. got back. So. Well, I've been quarantined. I've been at home. My friend came out here You've this weekend. You've been stressing me out. Me I've Kiki, been stressed. Uh, y'all, Lex have been sending was sending me and Kiki messages. So y'all better be careful. Talking about y'all need to be careful. Y'all do need to be careful. I've been sending that message to everybody. Like y'all better be safe in these creeps. She's talking about this is why things were how they were in Italy, and y'all are contributing. Y'all to are. Me. But I'll get into that when we get into our topic. I'm gonna get into I was that about in a to second. block her ass. But listen. So okay. So. No, I'm not shaming, but let me tell Does you about my you? week. This has been my week. Um, I've been at home. I've been quarantined. And <laughs> I have watched every single episode of Family Guy, every single episode of uh, American Dad. Uh-huh. I've watched the movie Contagion. So oh, That's probably why you acting like that. No, right? but if you watch the movie Contagion, it's so crazy because it's exactly what's happening. Now, the deaths aren't as brutal. Well, I don't know how people are dying from corona, like how they look. But... It's exactly how the movie, like how everything is playing out is how the movie Contagion is. And it was actually a really good movie. But it's so crazy because Gwyneth Paltrow's character, the reason that she got it, because she was going to get some dick. I said, that's going to be me. That's why I'm staying home. You know what? You know what I'm saying? Well, luckily, none of your booze live here. Right. But she was out of the, she was out the, but what I'm, (laughs) girl. Wait, now. Jazz, if anybody know, you know. First of all. Anyway. I'm just here sitting. So she was actually out of town cheating on her husband, and she brought it mm. back to her husband. And her her husband didn't end up getting it, but her son got it, and he died. I'm watch it when yeah. I get home. It's on Netflix. Um, you gotta go to the Ghetto Channel. I showed you. <laughs> you know they don't work on my TV. Oh yeah, you gotta go to the Ghetto Channel because it's streaming. unless you want Hulu. It's on Amazon Prime, but you gotta buy it. I got Amazon Prime, but you gotta buy it. Okay. 
oh, she got money. I got four dollars. <laughs> if I would have bought that movie, I would have been in the negatives, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So watch Contagion. Let's it was really every good. Every week you only got four dollars. How do you end up with the same amount of money every week? That because she it, ain't making nothing. <laughs> a smart. I'm a, I'm a frugal. It's, I've been in quarantine. She I ain't made no money. But I ain't spend none. Okay. <laughs> this is my emergency fund. I did might you have go six... grocery? Did y'all go grocery shopping? Yeah, she did. Jasmine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went yesterday. So, oh, I know y'all like who the fuck is this bitch? If y'all are watching me on YouTube. Sorry, we didn't even but y'all know, I mean, we gotta we gotta do the regular, you know, morning uh, introductory banter. So, um, y'all, if y'all don't know, this is my friend Jazz. Um, I do a show called Where to Next, and this is my co-host on the show. She is also my roommate. Um, Jazz, tell us about yourself, girl. Okay. Um, she's a scammer. I'm dead. I am not a scammer. I I I don't steal. I borrow. I just don't give it back. Um, no, be a friend. there you go. I'm the homie Jazz. Um, like they said, we have a YouTube show called Jazz and Lakes. Where to next? I also have a podcast called Dialogue with Degenerates, and I'm also a brand manager. I have my own brand called 281 Degrees, and I'm just you know out here trying to get that bag. Yes. So I realized I didn't. Well. I'll just tell a quick story about me and Jazz real quick. I think I've told this story on mm-hmm. here before, but I actually met Jazz on Twitter, and she was like, oh, let's link up, let's link up. And I was like, mm, no. She kept telling me no. I'm just, you know, y'all know <laughs> how I am. No. I was just like, okay, Which girl, we going to leave. because you so nice. I am, but, you know, I'm weird about meeting people online. I yeah. am. like Because yeah. I was like that with Dama for the longest. Like, me and Dama were both really skeptical about each other, and then mm-hmm. we ended up being real cool. Yeah. So it just ended up one Sunday. Um, I was like, you know what, fuck it. Let me go link up with her. And we ended up having an amazing fucking time, and like, ever since then, we've been friends. I know I told y'all, like, last year, like, the whole, like, first six, seven months, I was, like, in a really, really bad depression. And I was like, oh, like, I just didn't know what to do. So I kind of, like, leaned on her a lot. So she kind of really helped get me out of my situation. Like, I didn't even realize I don't like living by myself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I realized whenever we started staying together. I was like, okay, so honestly, living with her has helped me even more so, I guess, stay out of that depression. Mm-hmm. And Because I didn't realize, like, going home to an empty house was aiding and making me more sad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that until we actually moved in together and started living together. Right. So shout out to the homie Jazz. <laughs> a little so little let's get into it. I'm ready to talk about this corona shit. Okay. So that's what we talking about first. I so got your hand sanitizer. I got my hand Shout out to BET. BT Awards. I got this last year when I was working the Red Corpy, okay? <laughs> so let me say this. The reason that I've been taking it seriously is just like you said, there's people in the club walking around with these signs talking about fuck Corona. Baby, yeah. if you and Corona get in a fight, guess who gonna lose? You. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just feel like it needs to be taken serious because y'all have to realize Italy is on complete, total shutdown right yeah. now. It's so bad in Italy at this point that they're having to Choose on who's who survives and who dies. Yeah. If you're old or you have like some kind of sickness and you don't have a likelihood of making it, mm-hmm. they're not treating you. They're treating the people who are likely to survive. Mm-hmm. You know how fucked up that is? If like your grandparents or your parents are in the hospital, they're like, hey, they might not make it, but there's a 16-year-old that's in the hospital, so we have to treat her instead of him. And mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. the problem because that's what a lot of people are just mainly thinking about. Like People are like, oh, I'm young. I have yeah, a yeah. healthy immune system. I don't have any pre-existing conditions. Right. So I, if I get it, I'll probably be okay, which is true. Right. But it's contagious. It's so contagious. If you're, if you're out and you're passing it on mm-hmm. to people who already have pre-existing conditions mm-hmm. or people that 
that are old. You know what I mean? Nine times out of ten, those people are not going to make die. it. Not even going to show symptoms until like you four right. or five days in, and you have to go to the hospital. Right. 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 And mind you, let me say this: everything that I say on here, I've done my research before we did this topic, so I'm not going to be talking about no bullshit or yeah, anything. Like, right. I I'm not going to get too deep into it because I don't know everything that's going on. But I definitely did do my research because I know we have a lot of listeners at this point, mm-hmm. so we don't want to be spreading false information. She's not a Twitter doctor, yo. I'm not a Twitter doctor, uh-huh. but I will say like my sister just had a newborn, so I know like if my sister ran to the store real quick and somebody gave something to her and she brings it back home, like that would make me mad because you decided to go to Boogaloo last night or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? The hookah, the club, the bottles, they not going nowhere, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's not that serious just to stay home until they can at least isolate it and get a vaccine for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like yeah. people just want to be like, it's funny, but that's how Americans are, but I'm telling y'all, if y'all don't stay y'all asses at, at home, we're going to be like Italy mm-hmm. because they weren't taking they weren't taking the government serious and when people were saying, "Hey, y'all need to stay home." Like isn't their healthcare system jacked up too though? Like is don't I mean it can't be worse than ours, right? I mean, we have the worst. We have the worst. <laughs> I think they're probably similar to ours. Mm-hmm. I, but like at least here, like if you're sick and you got the money, you can go to the doctor. Right, right, but well, yeah. a lot of people don't have the money. Right. A lot of people don't have the money. And I will say this. A lot of people don't have right, insurance. Yeah. Right, the C D C has said don't be in a group of larger than fifty people. Right. Um, Keisha Lance Bottoms released a statement yesterday said any event of 250 people people that's dead dead. stop just stop the horrible decision show got cancelled this weekend like Mm -hmm. everything just stay home it's not gonna kill you like I feel like and this is time to just Relax, be home. <laughs> y'all always talk about how y'all tired and y'all need a break. Get your break. Yeah, I mean, just I didn't take it home. seriously either. Like Saturday, I was supposed to do host a bar crawl on mm-hmm. Saturday. They canceled the bar crawl. I was supposed to go to a anniversary gala for this foundation. They canceled that, and I was like, "We still outside. Like, mm. fuck it, we're still outside." Went to an event, and then after that event, I think that's when I saw. I was talking to like my grandpa who works for the CDC, and he was like, "No, he was like, this. You is, need to right." He was like, you need to, like, stay home. And, like, you know, when I listened to my grandpa, I was like, my grandpa, he a grandpa, he know, and he worked for the CDC. So I was like, no, I'm just inside. Oh, he got, he worked for the CDC, so we got the inside team. We got the inside. Yeah, we got the inside <laughs> for the rest of the week. Yeah. And then they canceled. Now work. you, <laughs> she was about to buy, she was like, girl, you wasn't taking my warning seriously. Girl, because I'm just like, girl, bye. Because I'm not going to lie, I have been just looking at people's tweets, and i just been like, shut the fuck up. Right, just like people. Like, leave people want. alone. No. And that's how I felt about you. That's why I was like, girl, bye. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, leave people, like, leave well, no, people alone. Well, no, I'll say this. I'm, do what they want to I'm do. Not, uh, I'm not, like, adding people or telling <laughs> people they need. I'll just be saying people just need to stay home. Now, I haven't been like, oh, you're stupid for going outside. Like, because yeah. I was literally, Saturday, I had text Jazz. I was like, where we at tonight? Mm-hmm. I literally had got on. I seen somebody had tweet they were like oh they're doing social distancing so you just need to stay home right yeah. now so that's when I was like okay I'm gonna stay home like killer came into town this weekend I didn't even get to see my best friend mm-hmm. like cause I was just like let me you just stay home killer? I got a best friend named <laughs> killer <laughs> I'm dead she is not no killer either. <laughs> okay, I don't even, I, we honestly, don't even know why that's I don't even nickname. know why her name is killer cause she is not no fucking killer sweetest, I don't, person, ever. sweetest person ever I don't know why her name is killer but yeah <laughs> I just feel like I, now I haven't been bullying people now I do see people that are bullying people for going yeah. outside. Now, I'm not doing that. I feel like more so my tweets, I'm trying to, like, educate people and let people know what's really going on and that we do need to take it seriously. And another thing, I saw a lot of people, like a lot of celebrities, um, a lot of people who are who have a lot of money are like, hey, I know a lot of restaurant workers, a lot of bartenders are out of work right mm-hmm. now. Drop your cash app. I'm going to send, like, $250 till we reach $5,000 to make sure y'all can at least get groceries and stuff. Right. 
Now, I see the same people bragging about going shopping and how they got so much money dropping y'all cash apps. Mm -hmm. Let me tell y'all something. This is not Cash App Friday. Right. If people are dropping their cash app, they need that money. Yeah. Stop dropping your cash app if you don't need the money or if you're That's still working. Yeah. That's greedy. just being greedy. Like, That's leave greedy. it for the people. There are, I have people who, I have friends that are bartenders at restaurants and they're closed down. These people survive off of tips. I yeah. used to survive off of tips. So I get it. If you, if you can't miss one shift, you cannot miss fucking one shift if you need your money. Mm -hmm. So I get it. A lot of times if you miss one shift, that's detrimental. So I can only imagine your job being shut down for a week. Right. Prayers so, up for all the freelancers too. Yes, like the, the freelancers as well. Yeah. DJs, like man, so many of my partners done lost money behind this. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like up a lot of people bag for sure. It definitely is. The health and the safety. The health and the safety is first. first. But that's yeah. why I said if y'all see people donating money, stop dropping your cash app just because you feel like it's some free money. Right. It's not, it's and not like I said. come back and bite your ass. It's not cash app Fridays, guys. Like, I just mean, relax on that. I real out here. Some nigga that was like three rollers behind me on the plane was coughing. I said, oh, he got to get the fuck up out of here. Oh, hell no. Baby, I've been carrying my wet wipes. I was wiping I down my right. whole was sneezing last night, and I was like, yo, wrap that shit up. <laughs> Period. I was gonna put you out. You was gonna have to go. No, for real though. Like I was on the plane. I was literally wiping, wiping down my whole row with wet wipes. I'm dead. On, well, I do have. Man. Um, I have a maid coming tomorrow, so she's gonna disinfect our whole apartment. How you know she don't got it? Well, okay. she better. I'm gonna spray her down before she walks in. <laughs> but right. I told her I want her to disinfect. Like she's gonna everything wipe down everything. everything. Yeah. Yes, I told her to come on over, bring that shit over here, and just wipe <laughs> it on down. Over here. Bring that shit. Bring all the disinfectant. So I'm yes, I just wanted to I talk about. Do that too. That's a good idea. Yeah. Ain't just... nobody really been in my house though. Yeah, I mean, well, nobody either, but, you know, like I said, we... You know I, what you bring for being Yeah, outside. we true. was outside, yeah. and we was turning up and cutting up, so Same. that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to discuss the coronavirus really quickly and, and just send... Yes, <laughs> and praise everybody out there that's been staying home, and if you're listening to this, if you can stay home, please, if you can, please yes. just stay home. Okay, let's get into some fun tea, and let's oh, get into some real get tea. get a quarantine, babe? No, my first of all, I'm to. I got my bae. I was supposed. To, I was trying to like low key like fly out to Dallas, and I was hoping to get stuck with Nigerian right. bae, so I couldn't fly back. I wanted to get stuck in Dallas so fucking bad. Yeah. Oh, my first, man, the first forty-eight, my man, not the first forty-eight. I was trying, y'all. I'm not even. Like, y'all think I'm playing? I was really trying to get stuck in Dallas. Like yeah. I wanted to get stuck out there so bad. Why you had to get stuck? You couldn't just stay. Exactly. I wanted to get stuck out there and just stay. Like, just stay. Just... No. Uh, well, I mean, he was going to send me home. I might have a quarantine-based <laughs> situation. I don't know. I'm but, waiting on the update. Well, see, I don't I, I don't have, have one. Legs. Yeah, it's just me and Jazz. Well, I mean, at least y'all not going to be by hey! y'all. <laughs> she doesn't sound too happy about that. <laughs> but at least y'all not going to be by y'all. I will be so miserable if I got to be in my house by myself for two weeks. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. So, so yeah, my Nigerian babe, he texted okay. me. He texted me. He was like, hey, babe, I canceled the flights. I was like, <gasps> I thought it. I was very upset. I'm not going to lie. Because I told, I was saying that last week, like, I really miss him right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm the type of girl, I start cutting up when I'm missing somebody. So I feel like I've kind of been mean to him a little bit. Well, not mean to him, but mm -hmm. I've just been, like, aggravated just because it's a lot going on. Yeah. I really just wanted to be around him. So, yeah, I'm it's not going to. when you can't reach out and touch him. Yeah. So I was really hoping to get stuck in Dallas, but he canceled my flight, bitch. <laughs> well, hopefully, we know. That's why I came back, though, so early. Because remember, yesterday I was telling you I didn't know if I was going to come back later on today yeah. or earlier. But 
in the club last night, the dude gonna say over the mic, "Oh yeah, y'all can't fly out tonight." Like they not letting people fly yeah, out that's no how more. It was yesterday. And I think he was kidding, but but still, you know, my best friend is my best friend Jasmine is a flight attendant, and she was like, "Well, they haven't said nothing yet." She was like, "But honestly, she was like, if they start saying that aviation don't need to fly and all that stuff, and we have to be grounded," she was like, "That's when everybody should really, for real, for yeah. real." Pay. I had some friends mm-hmm. in town over the weekend. I had maybe like up to ten friends in town. They were all supposed to leave tonight. Everybody changed their flight to leave tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they all was, it was like at five p.m. They were changing to leave their flight. Like the first flight, that was like eight thirty. Yeah, you got oh, yeah. to. I mean, you, it's better safe than sorry. You yeah. don't want to be stuck where you at for two, three weeks. Right. right. If they decide to, like to stop letting people fly out, yeah. you know. Right. So, so yes, I don't know how we got back on the corona that quick. Cash over there eating about, uh, tangerines, trying to boost her immunity. I know that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is your topic. So we want to talk about disrespectful men. Yeah, I want to talk about disrespectful ass men. Okay. So my friend, my best friend and I, we went out last night in Houston. We went to Rose Gold. Mm -hmm. And we walked in, like she was, come into the section to talk to this dude that she knows. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, y'all can come be in this section. But apparently, I don't think it was his section. Mm, Not usual. sure whose section it was, but it wasn't his. Mm. And so it was a guy that was sitting down in the section. And so my best friend was trying to sit, like, next to the guy. So she, like, props herself up to sit down on the couch or whatever. Mm. And the guy is like, uh-uh, uh-uh, you need to move. <gasps> Right. And Jasmine's beautiful, yeah. so it's well, not like... Well, that, she is beautiful, but then her ass is fucking crazy as fuck. Like, she always be bouty, mm. be ready to pop off every right. time. Yes. So, the guy was like, no, you need to move. And she was like, my nigga, you ain't even got to do all that. Oh, you ain't even got to do all that. So, then they going back and forth, and then he like, bitch, y'all beat your motherfucking ass. I'm dead. Like, he stands up mm-hmm. over her and's like, bitch, y'all beat your motherfucking ass. What did the other guys in the section do? Nothing. Of course not. So, that's the issue as well. Right. Like, it's like, what the fuck be wrong with niggas? And I just couldn't believe that he said that to a female. Right. Yeah. I feel like, like, it was serious. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out, he was kind of doing it, I guess, because his bitch was coming. Who so the fuck? Nobody wants you. His bitch, but wasn't nobody even trying to talk to you, nigga? No. People were trying to sit down. Right. <laughs> all you, had, all you had to say hurt. was, hey, you can sit there for right now, but, you know, my girl on the way. How hard is that? Like, nobody's or he could have just said, I don't want you sitting by me. I'm trying to self-quarantine. I'm dead. <laughs> <wrong>. um, <laughs> I feel <laughs> like a lot of times um, disrespectful men kind of comes from the way they were raised. Now, I don't want to blame, you know, women or, you know, but I do feel like you're a product of your environment. So if you go up around an environment where you see men treating women like nothing and you have a mom that doesn't tell you, hey, you need to respect women. Like, I've met some people's parents before and I'm just like, no wonder you're the way you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, or when you start to date a guy and you feel like he doesn't treat you or talk to you right. And then you get to know him and you realize, oh, his mom wasn't in his life Mm -hmm. or his mom wasn't a big factor in his life. So this is why he treats me like that. Like Mm -hmm. I had a guy, I dated a guy when I was like in my early 20s and he was just so nasty and so rude to me like all the time. Like when we would fight, he would get real, real nasty. And once we like got deeper into our relationship, his mom was a crackhead and his mom Mm -hmm. wasn't in his life. So it's like he always just had this abandonment feeling about women and just hated women and was just like, you know what I'm saying? So it just... It was just like dated someone like that. Yeah, so we all have. We've all dated. Yeah, I'm like, but I'm not your crackhead mama. Not your crackhead mama. I'm not your crackhead mama. What about women with daddy issues though? 
Huh? What about women with daddy issues? We talking issue, about men right yeah. now. Saying, we talking bro. about a specific well, situation. Well, I'll say this. I'm trying to think. We're talking about what we think the root of the problem is. Why you got to make niggas. this about us? No, no, no we can do that. No, we can do that because I grew up without a father. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of times people be, I hate when people say daddy issues because I still don't. My mom raised me to like have healthy relationships with men. Even the guys that my sister used to date, like every guy that my sister dated, they would call me little sister and they would look out for me and they taught me how to interact with men you know like I never used me not having a dad as treating men like a certain way or being like you know like I just feel like that's a cop out as you get older you're supposed to educate yourself Mm -hmm. and you're supposed to know how to treat people especially people of the opposite sex especially a black woman you know what I'm saying like as a black man and a black woman I feel like the least we can do for each other is have respect for each other you know what I'm saying like I know I get on this podcast and I do talk a lot of shit because I hate niggas but when I say (laughs) niggas it ain't just black men (laughs) Don't get it twisted. We still don't like y'all. But because it's gender neutral, it is gender neutral. But I'll say this: I I be taking up for black men before I do any other race. You know what I'm saying? Like if any if anybody I I give a pass to is black men. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I I don't ever if I ever call you a bitch as a man, I really really just don't fuck with you. Like I feel like that's disrespect. So I do not disrespect people. I don't like Mm -hmm. I don't believe in that disrespect. Like if I don't want you to be in my space or anywhere or anything. It's nothing for me to be like, oh, excuse me, can you please move? Yeah. So I feel like he's around women that like that shit. Like some women like that shit. Him. You know how many times I've seen women tweet, oh, I like when my nigga be on his bully and telling bitches to shut the fuck up. Sis. So then, that nigga slapping you around, then it's a problem. Well, then Come her homegirl that was with us last night, too, she was like, yeah, girl. She was like, he weird as fuck. Every time I go out and I see him, he be mugging the fuck out of me. Why is nobody I just think he don't like, she was like, I just really think he don't like women and he just don't be. Do I know this person? I don't know. He Nigerian, though. He was Nigerian. Mm. And then I after, probably do. And then after they got into it, he like you know they playing the music or whatever in the clubs. He over there doing all this stuff, like looking at her, laughing and shit. And I'm like, you fucking childish, like trying to get a That's rise a out of her because he like happy about the fact that she was over there peace because she was still, you know, obviously you could still see it. Yeah. On she her was face, aggravated that she was still upset, and he just over there antagonizing her, doing the most. I'm like, niggas, niggas are be so lame. fucking lame and childish. Niggas be lame. Niggas be lame. Hey, sorry your friend had to go through that. I mean, that's crazy. Good job yeah. for Maria <laughs> apologizing for the men. I mean, nah, because that's all men wild. ain't like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? There you would people... never do that, right, Maria? I mean, nah, I wouldn't put my hands on a female. I'll pay a female to do it for me. <gasps> I would. Like, if that's I ever had, if I, if I ever had smoke with a woman, I'm not finna, I'm, I'm not finna do it. I'll, I'll get y'all to do it. Right. Wait, I'll hold get y'all on. Poor I don't fight men. I get my cousin to do it. I ain't finna put my hands on a woman. Maria said he got some hitters. Hey, 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 but nah, that is fucked up, though. I'm sorry. Man. Imagine you pay somebody to beat somebody up and the person you pay get beat up. Miranda, don't ever pay me because you're going to be asking for your money back. And I ain't going to give it back to you. I'm going to be like, hey. I need my deposit. Yeah. I tried. I need my bitch. So, yes, I feel like whenever you're dating with somebody or like even being friends with somebody, I think it's very important to know the type of environment a person was raised in because it says a lot about their character, their beliefs, and who they are. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like he was saying with daddy issues, I felt like some like growing up, I used to feel like I would want attention from a man. Like right. I would learn, I would yearn for that. But as I got older and I educated myself and I would listen to like, you know, men that were in my life that wasn't romantic, that mm-hmm. were actually genuinely looking out for me. I educated myself and I just became better with, you know, you know, my surroundings yeah. and knowing mm-hmm. what I need versus what I want. So yeah. 
That's the same. Like, I never dad either. Yeah. Like, so, growing up. But my mom, like, the men that she dated, she didn't bring anybody around that wasn't she wasn't serious mm-hmm. about. And then the men that she dated were just like, okay, what do you need? Like, right. right. I'm here. Like, I'm with your mom, but, you know, I'm here for you, too. So, what do you need? So, I ain't never really had, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, right. I find that women, the women who actually grew up with fathers, they be the ones that, you know. Listen, out here wilding. No, not wilding. I'll say this. You got to step your game up because they had their dad in their life. And their dad, like, uh, spoiled the fuck out of them. I don't know about that one. No, no, I don't know about that, that one. I don't know about that one. We're always really, really close, and like, yeah. So I feel like that's part of the reason why my standards be like. I mean, but it's like you have some women like that who, yeah. yes, their dad spoiled them, but they can't do shit. What you mean? Because their dad did everything for them. They can't cook. They can't fucking. <gasps> they can't do well, shit. Some, not all. Well, yeah, but I mean, I just feel like they're. Well, I, think, I just feel like their standards. That's all. All I was saying is their standards are yeah. high. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? I can't cook, and I ain't had no daddy. <laughs> that's a damn shame. <laughs> I cannot. I mean, I can make a little assumption, but I can't like. But you, can, down. But you can survive. Yeah, I can survive. You know, like you know survive. about credit and shit like yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah, like, like I know. I, <laughs> I, I know how to make it work because exactly. of my dad. Now, one thing I will say for a long time that I didn't really know anything about is like doing shit with my car. I still do because my dad used to do everything. Like whenever mm-hmm. I needed oil changes mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff, or whenever hell, just get my car washed. He would just always take my car to get washed every weekend. Mm-hmm. So you know, when he got sick, I really had to be like, okay, I gotta keep. You got to do this shit yourself. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't used to that. So, I mean, I get what you're saying to a certain right. city. can't kind of cripple you in certain ways. I can't change no tire. Now, change my, he, my daddy tried to teach me, but I was like, no. Absolutely not. I had to teach a nigga I was dating how to change a tire. I'm really? dead. He had a flat tire on the side of the road, and he was like, so, uh. <gasps> and I was like, bitch, move. I'm it's just over. No. Of course not. Take me home. Take me home, nigga. I hated him. Oh, fucking brother. You nigga. Niggas are pathetic. You niggas are pathetic. You can't even call AAA. You just sitting there. You ain't even got AAA. Disgusting. So you know he ain't had no coin. Listen, at all. (laughs) Okay, so we gonna move on to the next topic. Um, I wanted to talk about this uh, just because I just think it's interesting on people's take on this because I always see people talking about it. I want to talk about dating a sex worker. Mm -hmm. Now, personally, I've never dated a sex worker that I know of, but I always see, like, people being like, oh, how can you date your girl and her, how can you date this girl and her pussy all over the internet or how can you date her and she does porn and this and that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, let me ask this to Moran first. No. Yeah. (laughs) Wait. So, you don't feel like it's just a job? Oh, no. Like, so, this is the thing, right? Me, personally, like, I genuinely, when it comes to, like, body count and shit like that, I genuinely don't care. Right. you fuck with me, cool. But at the same time, I couldn't knowingly date you knowing that you fucking somebody on the internet. I couldn't do that. Now, if that's your past... Cool, but if you're mm-hmm. so, you would date an ex porn star. I mean, I've met plenty of porn stars, so possibly, yeah, possibly. okay, yeah. But if you're currently doing porn, nah, I couldn't do it. Okay, that's fair. I was currently dating Chroma slash. I don't know. I that's where we got this topic from because I was dating <laughs> this guy who started an OnlyFans, mm-hmm. and so I've known him for years. He came out to Atlanta. We finally got to like you know, yeah, with the yeah. <laughs> and then after that, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm really, like, feeling you, and I got to let you know that I'm starting the OnlyFans. Uh-huh. And I was like, what you going to be doing on there? Like, telling jokes. <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> Like, you really fit? You going to do push-ups? Like, what we doing? And he was like, nah, like, my meat on there. I'm like, well, okay. Let's you cooking? <laughs> right. I'm dead. And I remember, like, and well, then at least I he realized, told you. huh? At least he told you. Yeah, and then like you know, we talked about it, and he was like, you know, the gays really like him, 
And so he was like, oh. I'm really big in the gay community. He's like, they always asking me for content, like on Instagram and Twitter. So, and he has like a lot of followers on Instagram. So he's like, you, I like, I need this bag. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I understand the financial aspect of it, but why your dick gotta be out? Yeah. And like, he sends me the. We don't like talk no more because I just like I couldn't do it. Oh, like, you, I, you cut him off. I couldn't do it. Oh yeah. Because like at first I was like trying to get past it because I'm like I'm like. You know, y'all know me. I'm very, yeah. like, open. I'm very, like, sexually liberated. Whatever you want to do, I support it. But I just couldn't get past the fact that, like... He was going to be beating his dick. You're going to be beating So he was going to be beating his meat He sent me content that he posted. And it's literally him, like, in the shower. He was, like, laying in his hotel room, like, beating his meat. Ooh. Wow. Like, nut videos. Ooh. Like, un- yes. Ooh. It was that I would have paid for it. Oh. But I get it. See... God I'm just damn saying. it. <laughs> now, see, this is the thing that would have bothered me because when you have a gay audience, like, they're going to want to see that booty hole. They want to see that. So you're going to have to bend over and spray exactly. them cheeks like Pootie Tang did. So they fat nappy. Ooh. Oh, not the fat nappy. Like, like, <laughs> um, so, and, and just for, like, clarity, you're not talking about strippers. You're just talking about, like, sex, sex workers. Sex industry. In like, yeah. Would you date a stripper? I mean, like, okay, bro, this Atlanta. Every, bro. <laughs> we <laughs> in the entertainment industry, nigga. Like, shit, nigga, that's nothing but, but i do feel like there's levels to the sex industry though yeah. right. you know like even though like to me uh stripping is sex work but it's not the same as like you know doing porn you yeah. know what i'm saying but i mean a lot of the strippers you know that's all about to say why they yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do be selling they that be monk sneaking monk. in the back room yeah how do you feel Dre? would you date a sex worker i don't think that i could because i don't like male strippers i think yeah. they're all gay I'm dead. Not at Swingin' Richards. They nice. Mm. What is Swingin' Richards? It's, it's a male stripper club I'm out fucking here. dead at the name. <laughs> Swingin' Richards? What the I fuck? Know, I don't know they call, if, if your name is Richard, usually your nickname it's is Dick. Dick. Yeah. Oh, my God. Swingin' Dick. That's I'm all it is. dead. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, maybe they not all gay, but... Like Male undertone. strippers make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get what you mean. You I get know, what you mean. I have never had an be, urge to go to, to a male strip club. club. Yeah. Like, if I go, it's for, like, oh, my homegirls want to go, like, a yes. birthday party. I'm like, if I go to a strip club, I'm like, all right, let's go to Blue Flame. I would rather, let's yeah, go. I would rather go see a female stripper in yeah. a day. Because honestly, remember when that movie Magic Mike dropped and everybody was like, oh, shit. You remember how much yeah. we laughed? We was crying. Right. We were watched that movie. It, no, it, we saw the black version, though. Yeah, we did. It, the, yeah, there's a black version of Magic Mike, and I don't know the name, and I'm so sorry, the y'all. Niggas was up in the. They was. <laughs> with the little tube, and they, they had the oil on. It's just so girl. uncomfortable. It's, I don't it's like very that. uncomfortable to watch. So I, like I couldn't date a male stripper. I definitely couldn't date a porn star. I think for Absolutely me, not. I wouldn't date one, but I definitely would have sex I with one. I would have sex with sex. one, yeah. That yeah. wouldn't stop me from having sex with you. But like taking seriously. I couldn't take you serious. Yeah. And like Moran said, too, for me, it would also have to be like, are you still doing it or was it something you used to do? Right, yeah. Because I don't even think I could fuck with like a, a nigga that star? do porn right now. Yeah. Because you fuck with an ex-porn star. Yeah. But not, but still, probably not. I couldn't fuck with an ex porn. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like, like, like when you say, I like, will dick fuck seriously one. or fuck them. Oh, uh, I, I would fuck one. I would yeah, fuck somebody that's doing porn one. right now, but it's like, take seriously. Mm-hmm. If you used to do porn or you do porn, I couldn't no. do it. Okay. But let me tell that's you why, fun. though. It's not so much 
the occupation, I just noticed that men in the sex industry, they always have a weird swag about them. Yeah. What do you mean? They're weird. They be weirdos. <laughs> Brian you Butler. don't feel like you gotta be <laughs> yeah. like, like, to be in the sex industry, period. No, because a lot of girls be cool as fuck. Yeah. Like, they be cool as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, the girls be cool. Like, they be like... Oh, like, I know a couple oh, yeah. of like, sex yeah. workers. Yeah. yeah. Like, like what's what's that? Girl, what about your favorite sex cool. workers? Who? Who? You know who? I don't know who. You know who. We be always sending each other her videos. Your family. Oh, God. I'm not even. We're not going there. Let me see. We are not going there. We're going to show you later. Girl, we going to show you. But no, I'm actually going to get Maya G on the show because she's like my favorite porn star. And that's my girl. Like, mm -hmm. I love Maya G. Like, I think the women, women that be in the section, they'd be cool. Like, it's like, I'm trying to get that yeah, money. Yeah, they'd be yeah. like, I'm trying to get the money. But the men are always, like, Brian Pumper was like fucking somebody and cracked the egg on their head. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're bro, weird. Brian Pumper was rapping out here, bro. Rapping. He was rapping, bro. He is so Brian weird to me. I just feel like, men in the sex industry they always have a weird swag about them like they're not normal people yeah. I mean any man like from a male's perspective when it comes to like sex workers in the past any man who said they would not date like Corinne Stephan Superhead mm -hmm. you capping like fuck for real she's fine as hell. she is fine but like right. I said I what think you mean date you mean fuck or date I mean she, I don't know cause she's fine like and she yeah. a boss yeah. like yeah. I don't know. She's, yeah. she's a smart girl she's yeah. capitalized on her you know right. like she That's stood true. on the yes. fact that she's Superhead mm -hmm. I can respect that she was the original city girl yeah, honestly was. before I, well no, no you said it was Aretha that's what I was about to say she was after Aretha Franklin yes <laughs> Aretha Franklin was, was the, the original if you listen girl. to Aretha's music she was always talking about getting some D she was that's fair she was always talking about that's getting fair. some and D and respect yeah, respect me and dig me down. Period. Period. Yeah, that shirt. yeah she, like respect. Really, I, I ain't even care. That song sounds like a song that you play like after the sex is trash, and you just try. I'm dead. Like, you lean over so much. Uh, so like, you make me feel like a natural woman. <laughs> she just though. got dick down. That's Ooh. fair though. That's fair. She, she making breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Looking out on the morning rain. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You just got that good deed. Yeah. So, uh, Aretha That's was. That's my new after sex song. Yeah. She was. Aretha <laughs> was the original. Right. So, yeah. I respect Corinne because she was the second city girl. Yeah. And um, I love women who just stand on who they are. That's you know what I'm saying? Like, like you cannot hate on that. You cannot. Right. And I feel like we do a good job of that on this show yeah. as well. Yeah, like, yeah. we just stand on who we, we don't try to do too much. Because I feel like. Now, especially, we're getting to another topic, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. A lot of girls, like the city girl, hot girl movement, a lot of girls try to do it so hard, and you can tell they're not about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know the what I mean? The thing about, about it is that. they all are in relationships, though. All city girls in a relationship, Meg the Stallion guy. Man. Only one of the all, city girls in a relationship. I mean, I thought all girls was Dan Yachty. I'm dead. I, I think that was a rumor. Seriously. That was a rumor, too. I think that was just plain. Okay, well, never mind. But I just feel like this. Either way it goes, I feel like... Women, just stand on who you are. Like, yeah. you don't have to be whatever because it's cool or you think, yeah. oh, because me and Drea and Jazz sitting here talking about this and that. Like, just do whatever you want to do. Like, mm -hmm. things become cool at the moment. Like, being a pick me. I used to be a pick me ass bitch. I, I used to look at my really? old tweets. Yes, girl. You know how Facebook, like, your old statuses will come up oh, on God, Facebook? Oh, God, I was such a crackhead. It was really? so embarrassing. You too, yes. What but, I used to be saying? I used to, like, if people were to read my Facebook status from back in the day, I would get canceled. I'd be saying shit like, 
you hoes out here. Y'all don't, y'all not a cook for no man. Uh, yes. Y'all yes. Yo half naked hoes out here, girl. Oh yeah. Terrible. Really? Was not a feminist at all. Not no. even. Now look at me. Fifty degrees outside. I got I on shorts. I've always been a hoe. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Not me. Well, no, I've always been like. I, I mean, like, what like, is a hoe though? Like, no, nah, I'm kidding. Not a hoe, but I always but just kind of been very like confident in sex and doing whatever you want to do sexually. Doing what I want to do. Yeah, because I don't consider that hoeing. It's I mean, not. I, mean, I don't. You but know, we both, use the term hoe loosely. loosely. Okay, all right. Yeah, we use it very loosely because there's a difference between like a hoe, like we a hoe, yeah. and like a real hoe. Yeah. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? There's a big, big difference. Like, I know some real, real hoes, and I'm like, damn, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> How you get down like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't run through the crews, you know what I'm saying? Maybe one or two. But not the whole crew. That's convenient. Oh, that's convenient. Why you looked at me? I didn't look yeah, at you. you did. You did this. You said maybe one or two. She might have been looking at both of us, child. <laughs> maybe that's what she was I might saying. Maybe one or two. <laughs> right. I'm out here for convenience. Anybody got time to be I'm here? dead. You know what? I'm so yes. for a good time, not a long Clearly. time. Clearly. Okay, so... <laughs> That's just our top on the on. Let us know if y'all have ever dated a sex worker because I'd actually be interested on you know y'all's experience with dating a sex worker. And to all the hot girls and the city girls out there, just be yourself, be who you are. Don't get pregnant during this quarantine. Yeah, Yeah, so it's gonna be a lot of December babies. No, it's not. God, more Capricorns. Oh, fucking brother. Oh, I was about to say. Oh, yeah, we don't need no more. We don't need no more Capricorns. Lord have mercy. So anyway, so um, I had woke up at the crack of dawn this morning, and um, I saw a guy basically, he was basically talking about this tweet that uh, Trill AC, shout out to Anthony from mm-hmm. Houston, mm-hmm. he had tweeted a long time ago, basically, um, there's no benefit for men to get married. Mm-hmm. So this guy goes on this video, and he's like, yeah, when women get married and they leave, they get half of what we got, they get the kids, they get this and they get that. There's no benefit for for men to get married. So a lot of men were like, yeah, what's the benefit? What's the benefit? Everybody in the comments, none of y'all are millionaires. I know that for a fact. None of y'all have. Y'all not. Why? And this is my topic. Why are broke men always talking about women are gold diggers? Y'all don't even know. Because they had that one girl that got like, the 12 piece instead of the 6 I'm piece. I'm dead. And Hold so on. they had to spend more money. <laughs> the 12 now, piece what? At American Deli, they got upset that had to spend like... Hey, 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 first of all, hey, I'm going to let you know right now, American Deli slander would not be tolerated. No, I fuck with American Deli, okay, but I'm right. saying the reason why they upset because they had to spend an extra $7 because she wanted more wings and they was in the negative. <laughs> no, her, her being serious is killing me. That's why they mad. And this is my thing. I feel like every time, y'all know, at this point, that's what we like to talk about on the show is the BDDs and money and we like to talk about this. Right. My thing is this. Every time we go on these rants or talk about what we like in men or what we look for, it's always the broke men attacking us. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. My man got money. My man has heard the podcast. My old niggas got money. They heard yeah, the podcast. Right. Every time they listen, they be like, Lex, you right. You need to stand up because these niggas don't be doing nothing because it ain't nothing to them. None of my niggas right. don't care. They don't, they don't fucking care. They call me and be like, yeah, I heard your podcast. I heard what you be talking about. There's some bullshit. Niggas with money literally don't care. They do not they care. They don't care. So it's, it's you broke-ass niggas why, so, that always got something to say. And it's like, what is your problem? What is the they problem? They are upset. I guess that is a reason But not even that. Upset. I won't even say that. You don't even have to be rich a lot right. of a lot of guys that know how to treat women a lot a lot of some of the guys that listen to the show they're not necessarily rich or have a lot of money but they yeah. know how to court and treat a woman mm-hmm. so a lot of times they'd be like you know what lex you're right people just need to date in their league or date on their level if you know I what i'm saying chime in, you know of course saying? here come no, on i'm just saying what about yes. women, what about the women who want birkin bags but they don't even got their own apartment 
You know, say so I feel like it's it's, it, it's definitely y'all shouldn't be dating hoes that nah, don't got an apartment. But, I agree with Miranda. But nah, but at the same time, they want a Birkin bag. So why should <laughs> niggas with money date women with no money then? Do y'all have like the honest question? No shade. Do y'all have the same amount of money that the niggas that y'all fuck with? Got? Absolutely not. Okay, so it's like, what's I'm the difference? To be kept. No shade, but it's no shade. I mean, that res- that's a respectful okay. question. But I also is. It is. am not always having my hand out asking for things. Right, y'all, and not y'all only don't, that, you meet a girl. Workers, right? If you meet a girl and she don't have no apartment, she don't mm. have no car, she don't have nothing, and then she wants you to buy her a Birkin bag, that's crazy. For one, like, her priorities not in the right. right her priorities right? are not right, mm. and to me that situation doesn't seem beneficial in no type of way because yeah, i feel like dope. a woman can be beneficial to you in more ways than her having her shit together right right and not only that i feel like men know right. i have my platform they see how i tweet they see how i talk they know what they get into i'm not hitting on these men mm-hmm. they yeah. coming at me now it'd be different if i was Fair. like oh i'm out trying to find a, a man with money oh let me go after him and let me slide in his dms mm-hmm. it don't even be like Fair. Half last five situate last five men I talked to that had money they all came at me mm-hmm. you know Can't what I'm saying you know what I'm saying so it's like this is yeah so it's like yeah I don't ever chase chase men with money so it's just that's just I just that's the circle I run in you know what I'm saying because I mean, like, going back to your point like what is somebody really really you know I'm a nigga like I'm a dude with money mm-hmm. I'm really trying to find the one and mm-hmm. the one shitting on them. Right, niggas get done dirty too. Of course, of course. But it's a difference between I feel like when niggas get done dirty and women get done dirty. When we get done dirty, y'all wants to be like, oh, don't judge me for like that man's past mistakes. Like we shouldn't be judged for that past. But when a woman does like that, one girl that broke your heart in eighth grade, you still holding on. I'm dead. No, I'm not saying you. (laughs) I'm not saying you. But I'm saying most men be like, oh, back in high school she did me wrong. Yeah, I just don't trust these bitches no more. I can't do shit about that girl. What that girl did 15 years right. ago. It's like niggas be having a personal vendetta that. against all women over uh, a bitch right. that broke their heart when they was fucking 10. Nigga, get over it. <laughs> and it, it's never like when they like 25, yeah. 30. Right. Like, this is the, this is the girl from I just find this topic school. interesting because y'all always saying niggas ain't shit. Niggas. They ain't. <laughs> Period. And y'all said it again. <laughs> like, like, we y'all all say it every week. At 30 years old. So who hurt y'all? Niggas. 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 But I don't hold that Girl. against my man. And I don't hold that against... More than one. I, I speak in general. Okay. Now, when I'm dating somebody, I'm not going to lie, I'm very different. I treat yeah. my man very well, and he has a very good time with me. Like, I believe you. You know what I'm saying? Like, But I speak in general because I see women out there going through the shit that I went through over some niggas that's trash. Mm-hmm. So when I'm speaking, I'm not necessarily speaking on my nigga. When I'm talking shit about these yeah. niggas... It Nigerian Bay is not or included. I'm talking about okay. niggas that I used to date. Yeah, or right. I'm talking about somebody that you used to date. Not nobody current. Because when you know better, you do You better. definitely you do better. better. I don't honestly, and I'm going to be honest with you, even though I talk a lot of shit on this show, I don't. my dating life is fire. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't really have problems in my dating life mm-hmm. at all. Like, my nigga, like, he's good. Like, so I feel like it's more of, like, educational purposes. Yeah. And okay. I feel like sometimes, <laughs> even as women, you have to, you okay, do Dr. have Umar. to take accountability <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of the guys that I dated in the past who done did fucked up shit to me, bitch, the red flags was already there. Yes. They already was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I was just like, fuck it. Right. right. Red, my favorite color. Mm-hmm. Bitch, let's do it. I'm yeah. dead. You a childish. No, <laughs> she right. For yeah. real. You know but now, I mean? like, now you're sitting back as, like, getting older and stuff. I'm like, all right, now, nah, bitch. That was so crazy. Matt asked it's like, question. I know it's probably going to be some bullshit coming from this situation. I might as well just go on ahead. And, and avoid it. Right. right. So have y'all, like, because, you know, we're talking about, like, our childhoods and our past, uh-huh. stuff, right? Have y'all ever been in a scenario where this dude likes you, he's the best person for you, but he a square? Yep. 
And you picked the you picked the wrong dude. Absolutely. Because... Oh, big facts. Okay, so like you know what? I can honestly say usually I do pick the square. Okay. Yeah. That's me because I'm a I'm a weirdo myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm really honestly everybody thinks like, oh, Lex is a bad bitch and she be only fucking with athletes and this. Yeah. I usually be picking the niggas that are like real kind of like I do, right. for me yeah. personally, because I'm, I, I relate to them more. Yeah. I relate to squares more. Like, don't get me wrong, I turn up and I have fun, but I do be relating to the, like, the square people mm-hmm. more. But that's just me personally. That's how yeah. I was when I was younger. I used to pick, like, the roughnecks, like, the gangbangers, all that shit. But now that I'm older, oh, the love I me can't, hood, I, I'm tired of going through shootouts. I'm dead. <laughs> I, hate <it. laughs> no, I hate it here. <laughs> but now, back Thanks. in, like, 18, 18 through probably, like, 22, you couldn't give me the... Turn my head away from a hood nigga. Yeah, like, but now I'm just like, I feel right. like hood niggas. I don't. But I like evolved hood niggas. Lex, no, I like a certain type <laughs> of hood She loves to talk about the evolved hood nigga that got out the hood and got him a Not business a now, child. I like no. the mm-hmm. But no I think nigga I never, yeah, I, I've never liked the rough, what's up, bitch. No, I'm like, oh, hey, daddy. To me, that doesn't, <laughs> to me, every hood nigga do not talk to you like that. Right. Like, I done well, that's what they niggas. be saying on Twitter. I done dated hood niggas the who same never have called uh, me out my G, name, never put their hands on me, nothing like that. It's just mm. more so the lifestyle that they live yeah. with. Make them a little risky. Right. Like you said, I mean, you might be just riding down the block with your nigga and then get shot. <gasps> okay, that sounds so much fun. <laughs> you know what's crazy? So like, that's why I had to get out that situation. Like, uh-uh. Girl, Ooh, you almost yeah. got shot. Girl, had guns pulled out on me. I done been in an abusive relationship. Like, mm-hmm. all that shit had to get up out there quickly. Oh, no. And this was before I, this was like, before I turned 23. Oh, hell like a no. Long time. And when I, after that, I was just like, nah, like, see, I, I never can't. had no real traumatic experiences like yeah. that. Probably the most traumatic experience I had was when I had to run through the house. That's like a tumor. Gun. Oh, my God. She was like, girl, I had to run through this nigga house. Dre was like this. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. We was, but we was together, though. We was on some ride or die shit. Okay, but the point, the reason why and I And I knew he wasn't going to let me get shot. I'm fucking dead. But the, reason why, the reason why I asked is because y'all just made it clear. Y'all have a certain standard. Y'all don't fuck with hood niggas no more. Yeah. Right. So niggas in y'all comment section, they want value in some type of female. They probably not throwing shade at women like y'all. Mm-hmm. No, they be throwing shade at us. Because even like, Last week when mm-hmm. I was on live. They do. They be like, these women are dumb. Who gave yeah, them a platform? Yeah, when I was on live last week okay. when we were recording, mm-hmm. um, it was like hella niggas commenting like, these hoes dumb. Don't listen to them. Don't take their advice. I hope no young girls are listening to these It'll bullshit. will be the same ones in the DM talking about, hey. Well, the, the hey. gag is all of them follow me. Right. Mm-hmm. Why so are you here? Saying? How why is you here? Yeah, yeah those sound like some people y'all probably just hurt. Honestly. Yeah, I feel they like don't a, count. I feel like a lot of times. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times when men attack us is because they probably want, like, low key want a woman like us. Mm-hmm. Like they want like the baddies that are smart and have their own shit going on. Because at the end of the day, I've always made it very clear. I I want a man. Like I don't need him. Yeah. You know, like I don't depend on my man for anything. Of course, he gives me things that I couldn't afford on my own. Th- those are the perks mm-hmm. of it. But it's not like I'm like, oh. I've never sent him like, oh, this is what I want. This is the bag of shoes I want. He's always like, oh, what do you want? And I'd be like, oh, well, this is what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, you're since you're asking, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, since so we're here, since right. we're here, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like I don't know, but I don't ever attack men for their preferences. Like I see men tweet all the time, oh, if my bitch not cooking she and cleaning, she got to be light skin. I don't care because yeah. I'm not dating you. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just preaching to. I just scroll. Past it just always seems like when scroll, a woman say they preference. When a woman like, when I say my preferences that I like to date successful men or men like, with oh, money. Y'all are gold diggers. It's y'all a whole, and it's always come from men who don't have no money. And you go right. look on their page, okay. and you be like, the fuck. 
Or when you look at that baby mama, you like, mm, mm. I see it. I, it makes sense. Okay. It makes sense. Okay. So this was just a segment. And, not, and when I say broke, I mean broke. I don't mean like, you know, I feel like if you're a man and you're making $60,000, $70,000 a year and you're doing well for yourself yeah. and you can court a woman, that's that fine. This is, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the men that just don't want to do nothing and feel like women have to audition for a date. Like, oh, I got to take, I got to. I gotta um, go on a coffee date with you to see if I can take you on a real date. A coffee date. A coffee girl, date, girl. I don't want to be like about that on his show <laughs> that day, and I went off on him talking about a pre date. The fuck is a pre date? We why don't you do rob that. These niggas when they ask for a pre date, and they say, and come, come to my house, let's just vibe. You know what I'm saying? Oh, take we gonna vibe, all pepper right? Shaker. Take some shit, all his spoons. I am dead. Shit, so yeah, I, I, I just had to do that PSA announcement. So we gonna get into the B. So today I wanted to talk about anal sex and butt plugs. Mm. Now we have talked about anal sex before, but I really wanted to talk about butt plugs, okay? Because mm. I had an experience. I put my butt plug in the other day. It got stuck. My nails are really long. Oh, <laughs> oh, you say like it And so, oh, you know God. when you grab the butt plug, you got to kind of grab it like around and pull it out. I kept pinching my booty hole. Ooh, not the booty hole. I could not get it out. I was really about to call Jazz and be like, Jazz, can you come take not out my butt plug? the chocolate starfish. Girl, I was like really struggling to take it out. And I've never had problems with my nails. Like it's wiping my ass, yeah. w- washing my body. I've never had problems with my nails. But y'all, I could not get that butt I plug out. Try to push it out. I was like, I had to push a little bit and then it came a little loose because I got a tight booty hole. You know, y'all know y'all booty holes tight. I've never had anal sex. Yeah. So I was like, and I eventually I got it out. I was like, that's what I get. I was trying to be freaky. <laughs> you supposed to move a size up so it don't get stuck. Yeah. I have the smallest one. Yeah, you're supposed to move a size up. I don't know so why she got the smallest one. You do one. the smallest one. You put you do that for like a couple weeks and you mm-hmm. move a size up. Because your booty hole, it's not like your vagina where it contr- like goes back to its regular size. Okay. So you have to move a size up. So I need to wear, I need, but y'all, let me tell y'all something like, the the butt plug is cool. Like, I've had it in having sex before, but I was, like, just trying to put it in. I was trying to take the picture, and I mm. didn't even get to take the picture. It was so... I was struggling, and it was hurting. Why lube? Yeah. I mean... Do you just be sticking it in dry? No, no, because I still have the lube from um Kiki and then with that VIP oh, bag. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I, you know, I swirled it around the little bag, and I put it up there, and it just... it was just un- I was laying on the side. No, you have to be, lay be, on your back. Yeah. Like oh. the best way to do butt plugs and to do anal is laying on your back because like your your colon is like flat. Oh, so like because if it goes up, then that's when it's uncomfortable. So okay, see, I was laying on my side because Mandy told me to lay on my slide side and just slide it in. Oh, see, I be putting mine in like you be tuning it up like mm-hmm. pooty tang. See, I lay on my yeah, back and put it in. <laughs> then you like then I like roll over. It wouldn't even go. It wouldn't even shit like that. It wouldn't even go in when I was tuning it up. It was really? like it was like it was a brick raw there. It might have been some poop there waiting. Was it poop on it when it came no, out? No, no, it wasn't no poop on it. Oh. I'm not now. I'm not gonna lie. One time I took it out, it did have a little skeet on there. Oh, <laughs> that's why you're supposed to do. I'm sorry, yeah, you are supposed to do your booty. It was, but it was when I first got but it. You don't be doing anal. So. I don't be doing yeah. anal, but it was when I first got it. And I was just trying to test it out. I was like, hold on now, booty. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> I can get like the beads, so like they already have the oh, different yeah. sizes on there. So okay, like okay. So, because honestly, I feel like but I do. Beads be long. That's because they have the different sizes on there. You just push them in there. Oh, see, uh-uh. I feel like that's going to be touching my... Okay, ugly. so this is what I really want to talk about. I'm sorry, Moran. Look at Moran's face. You're stressed out. But, y'all, this is the things we have to talk this about if you want to do anal, because I do want to try anal. Like, I feel like I'm getting into you that. You do? I do. I was so going to say... you don't want to wait till you marry. I was going to wait till I'm married, but I don't think I'm getting married. 
Why would you say that? Because who's going to marry I fuck a Nigerian dude. <laughs> oh, we do, but I don't know. I mean, he. I mean, he's he's divorced, though. He's been married before, so I don't feel like he wants to. But we have so much fun how our relationship is uh, now. Yeah. Like, I feel like our relationship is, like, lit. Like, you know, I don't feel like we need to add any extra components in there. Like, I wouldn't mind living with him. Like, if he asked me to move to Dallas right now, I'm gone, you know? Right. But I don't feel like we need to add any extra components in there because, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's when things get... I don't want to be... I don't want it to be too serious. Mm-hmm. I feel like marriage is so serious. Marriage is serious. And I can't... There's. I don't have a serious bone in my body. I don't take anything serious except coronavirus. <laughs> Right. So, except that Rona. Except Rona. that Rona. So, yeah, I think I do kind of want to try anal. Like, I want to prepare my booty hole. I bet Have you had anal control. before? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are the steps? Uh, yes. Listen, before I ever did anal, I was, like, reading, like, I, my first time doing anal was in my last year's relationship. And he was like, let's do it. And I was like, mm, let me read first. Mm-hmm. Let me do some shit. So what did so, you do to prepare your butthole for anal? I'm so before excited. Before I read like 12 articles, because I was like, I need to know like what to do. And then I talked to like my gay homeboy, and I was like, hey, thoughts, mm-hmm. ideas. He told me the type of lube to get, the best lube. And he said, like the same thing, like the best position you want to be in is like missionary and doing Mm-mm. it and stuff like that. And the first time we did it, I was like, mm, I don't really know. This hurts. But then after a couple of times, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I fuck with this. And then that's just So you didn't have to, like, prepare your butt, you like, gotta, stretch I mean, it out? Like, I mean, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't stretch it out. But, like, I like she said, like, I made sure I didn't eat anything, like, cleansed out, douche and everything, so, like, no shit came out. Oh, my God. I, I never stretched it before. I didn't start using butt plugs until I realized, like, oh, I like something bigger than a finger in my butt. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started doing butt. I was so mad. I douched <laughs> my booty twice and didn't even do anal. I was so, so mad. y'all just, like... Put the the douche up your butt and just do it like you're yeah. doing a like you do but like it, bidet. Have it ever pinched your booty? Mm-mm, that should be hurting. Okay, yeah. See, this is like, violent. The air because the air <laughs> suck it back, suck your yeah. skin in it. See, oh, I already pinched my booty hole the other day, y'all. So I'm scarred with touching gotta, my booty hole right now. Like read, like make sure you have lube because you can't go in there. Like so, do you lay? How do you do anal for the first time? What position? So the first time I did it, I laid on my stomach. And so I you were laying down. I didn't like it. Oh no, I'm scared. It, it, it Did you bleed a little bit? Mm-hmm. Oh the next no! Day, I, I heard you Look at Moran. Moran is going through it over there. Yeah. Moran, have you ever done anal? Never. Okay. <laughs> never did it. He never said, did I ain't gonna do it now. Uh, never say never, yeah. but I'm just but I'm not saying, I, For other people, like I have some friends who didn't bleed at all, but like the next day I was at work and I did like my after lunch shit and I was like, well, wait a minute. <gasps> it was a bloody boo boo. Mm-hmm. Was it watery? Mm-hmm. It was just like regular. It was solid. Because I heard it give you, it might make you have a little diarrhea. I didn't have it. I just had okay. like a regular like. When you would, like when you would fart afterward was like, whoo. <laughs> <No. laughs> Come on, y'all! I'm being serious. My booty hole didn't get that big. Oh, well, I think that's over time when you hear about people having anal sex uh, for a long long period of time. Like your booty hole, you don't have no control over anymore. But that's like a long period. I don't do anal now. Like when I, I feel like I. So do you like it? I like it, but I don't do anal. Like I have to. Like we have to be together for me to get this booty hole. Okay, okay. I'm nervous, y'all. I don't know if I want to do it now. No, you can't. Everybody said you should do it at least once. My fr- I have a friend that just loves anal. She's like, Lex, you need to do it. You need to, like, she prefers anal over vaginal sex. Yeah, I have some friends like that, too. They this girl anal. I know <laughs> that used to work at Sweet Lounge with me, she used to always tell me, you got to, like, open your booty hole like this, little by little. 
Uh-uh. Like, just keep contracting it. That's and each like, time you open, let him speak Samoan. Uh-uh. Open it, let him I speak Samoan. I wish I would have knew that. Why is it so changed? She said it makes it easier for I wish you to I go in. So, I got to like, just put my butt plug in and wear it for, like, two or three days? Not consistently. Oh. But, yeah. How long I got to wear it for? Because I, mean, I, I got to say, like, I be yeah, having this. I, I, I take a shit every day. The one you have, I don't feel like it's going to make that big of a difference. I can't. That thing, you hurting me. I be like this. Oh, when you gotta you pull gotta it go. out, it do hurt. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I just decided. Everybody should mm-hmm. do anal at least once. Yeah, it's like a threesome. It. Everybody should do it at least. If once. I'm, I'm getting quarantined, okay. Ain't got no food. Who got to try some new shit anyway? We here. For we gonna weeks. be in there for two weeks. So, um, but you know, what? I feel like I asked my homeboy about this. Shout out to Jim. Every time Jim is a listener to um the show, I grew up with Jim. Like we grew up in Orange together. And every time I listen, he listens to an episode. He'll always give me his feedback. Mm-hmm. So I think I had asked him about anal sex like a long time ago, and he was like trying to give me some tips, but I'm just still scared. So, Jim, I'm being your DM. What'd he say? He was just, like, saying, like, you need a douche and, like, just yeah. telling me, like, comfortable positions. It was a really long time ago when I had asked him. But I definitely just need some more advice because I don't know. Y'all scaring me. I told you. I read Y'all articles. sound like the CDC. Listen, I was on Google for, like, two days. This man kept asking me for my booty hole, and I was like, hold on, let me read something else. Mm. And yeah, I ran like, my, a few niggas that stay asking for the booty My ex used to stay asking for that. He was like, you know I'm about to fuck you in that ass, right? <laughs> And I'm I like, hold on. Like, no, I'm that nigga to jail. No, I swear he used to say it just like Prison. that. I'm about to put it in your ass, bitch. <laughs> I used to be like. <laughs> Quarantine. Quarantine. Electric, but make it a <laughs> Okay, so uh, we're going to get into the bop of the week. The bop of the week. Y'all know I love this segment. I love to talk about music. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. (laughs) Y'all know I am a... Okay, first of all, I'm a huge Travis Scott fan. If you know Mm -hmm. me, you know that's my favorite rapper. Um, Love Travis Scott. Mm -hmm. And he uh, signed, I think, the Don Tolliver. I don't know how long ago, but Mm -hmm. they're all in the same. And Don Tolliver, I love him. Like... Don Tolliver musically is just there. Yeah. Like, he just gets it. Like, mm-hmm. he knows his sound and he does not miss. When he ma- he doesn't make bad music. Mm-hmm. It's rare that you find a rapper like that, especially they, because yeah. a lot of times now rappers are trying to sound the same. So Don Tolliver just dropped his project, um, Heaven or Hell, and it's perfect. Is it? Oh, my God, y'all. It's so fucking good. Like, you don't have to skip a track. My favorite tracks are Cardigan and uh, Wasted. Mm-hmm. They just go, I don't know, I just can't explain it. Like, I get so happy talking about him, and I remember, this is how I felt when I first started listening to Travis Scott. And I get that same feeling for Don Tolliver. I feel like he's just super talented. Musically, he's there, he gets it. He's already, like, light years ahead, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's just the future as far as rap music goes, and he's amazing. And I like, um, like I said, I like rappers who know their sound. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he has his sound and it's there. And none of his music sound the same. Like, you know how you listen to an artist that has their sound, but all their music sounds the same? Yeah. <clears throat> the baby. But, like, <gasps> when you listen to... You think... Wow. Yes. I guess that was shady because everybody was like, wow, at the same time. I mean, because it was. I mean, it's but like it's not like so it wasn't true. factual. But it's like, how many times we, let's go, we're coming. Like, relax. <laughs> you know? So I just feel like Don Tolliver, he has his sound, but none of his music sounds the same. So yeah. my pop of the week is actually the whole album. But mm-hmm. um, if you want to get into it, definitely listen to Cardigan and uh, Wasted by Ta- Don Tolliver. And he's from Houston. So shout out to A-Town. Shout out to A-Town. Mm-hmm. Who's next? I think I only have one song that I've really yeah, been listening to. Okay. It's called Moment by uh, Victoria Monet. Oh, I heard That's that. I really like her. Yeah. I really I like her. I just started getting into her. I think she randomly popped up on um, 
like one of my playlists on iTunes. Mm-hmm. She popped up and on my timeline because her video, the music video yeah, the for music video is fire. Dope. It's super yeah, dope. It's super fire. So I've been listening to her. Um, that's the only song I've listened to so far, but that shit's so good. It's like, play that shit. Since I okay. Get car, well, I'm going to go, um, let's see, check out her project because yeah, I definitely do like that song. Dope. Drea? Also, you know, Yo Gotti had an album that came out not that long ago. And I don't really be listening to him like that. But he got this song with A Boogie called Like That. And okay. I like that song. You like that like that? I like that like that. Okay. <laughs> I like you know, that. I actually used to be a big Yo Gotti fan. I, I used to be really? a huge Yo Gotti fan. Yes, wow. I did. Like, it was around this, like, it was probably, like, before we started working at Primetime. Uh-huh. I was just listening. Actually, it was while we were working at Primetime. Remember, he came into Primetime. Yeah, I remember So, that. yeah, I used to listen to Yo Gotti a lot. I don't know why I just kind of stopped. It was, I feel like he didn't drop music for a while or something. Yeah, and I just kind of got didn't. uninterested. But, yeah, shout out to Yo Gotti. I'm going to have to go check that out. Yeah, I like that little Moran? Oh, man, it's so unfortunate that we finally got this during all this corona stuff. But anybody who follows Jay Electronica. Oh, man, yeah. Jay Electronica, we've been waiting on this album for, like, 10 years. That's crazy. <laughs> and we finally got it. Well, shit, that could be a good thing. But what the, isn't Jay-Z, like, all over it? Jay-Z is all over it, just dropping bars. So, for me, I say a written testimony. If you haven't listened to it, check it out if you're a real hip-hop fan. But for me, the song on there that I really fuck with is uh, Shiny Suit Theory, mm-hmm. which is basically um, Jay Electronica talking about a conversation he had with Diddy. That's oh, wow. Yeah, like, basically, Diddy was basically encouraging, basically telling him all the stuff that we've been saying for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Drop your damn album. Right. right. You know, we need so, to- is he, like, Hotep or something? Hotep. Like, uh, woke. Like, uh, I don't <laughs> invest your money. Stop uh, spending it on the bitches. To me, I feel like for one me. of his biggest draws was the fact that he's super duper lyrical and he's from New Orleans. Oh, so like he's, he's right, from New Orleans. He's from New Orleans. So it's like when you first hear him, you would think he's from New York. Right. Really from New Orleans. I thought he was from New York. Exactly. You know, like, no. Like, I'm pretty sure people who wear Tim's have sex to his music. <gasps> what? I did. <laughs> Not fucking with them Tim's. Yeah, what is happening but, here? But, hey, man, Jay Electronica. Thank you for finally dropping your album in the midst of us all getting ready to die. Thank you. Uh, yeah. We greatly appreciate you, Jay Electronica. We've been waiting. We Amen. need something to go out to. Yeah, right. and this is it. All righty. So um, we're going to do the questions this week. Make sure if you want your question answered on the show, you email us at askpoorminds. That's A-S-K-P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S at gmail.com. And let me just say, ladies, thank you so much because y'all are getting the point of writing short letters. <laughs> This is a short letter. Both of the letters today are short, so thank you. Please make sure if you write it to the show yeah, that it's, it's not like too we long. We stressed it so much. Yes, yes. So thank you, ladies. Thanks thank you. Listening. We we appreciate all of y'all that write in. Don't get me wrong, but it's yeah. kind of hard to you know read all of it because we, we on a time crunch. Okay, so I'm going to read the first one. It says, just call me Robin. Hey, guys, love the podcast. My little sis put me on, and I've been ready to listen each week. So I wanted to discuss oral hygiene. It is a pet peeve of pet peeve of mine, first dating someone with bad teeth. Second, it bothers me talking to someone with plaque buildup, specifically that bottom grill. Mm. Like, how can you even understand the whole conversation when all you can think of is about what happened this morning last week last month like all that plaque didn't happen overnight when did you stop brushing when did you stop going to the dentist because a cleaning can clear all that up it makes me wonder what other hygiene requirement have you ignored so my question is can you date someone with bad teeth scratch that because we can't we can't all afford braces can you date someone with plaque buildup on their teeth if so let's say he's a bdb how do you tell him that he needs to take care of that 
First of all, BDB's teeth ain't like this. BDB's teeth are not like that. Most of them have veneers, honestly. Yeah. And if they don't have veneers, they, they just have good hygiene. They got hy- no damn plaque. They right. definitely, they just have good hygiene. I've never met a BDB with bad hygiene, honestly, to no, be honest. No, yeah, I haven't either. And I'm just a really, I'm really, really big on teeth. I always talk about mm-hmm. that. Like, that's like the first thing I look at mm-hmm. when a guy tries to talk to me. And if your teeth are fucked up, I can't. And like I said, not everybody can afford and I braces. Or, up, like, but plaque buildup—that's like, a yeah, whole other level hygiene. of nastiness. That yeah, means really I'm gonna talk about you're this. You're not flossing. You're not yeah. going to get cleaning. Nothing. I'll talk about this because this has scarred me for life. But I had a friend. I used to—I'm not friends with her any longer. Um, we used to work at the club together at Dreams, and I used mm. to have to make her brush her teeth. You told me about. That. I used to have to literally make. Like I remember, I will never forget this day. One day we woke up, and I was like, "Hey, let's go grab some happy hour or whatever." And it was like it was like probably like twelve or one. We used to wake up late because we used to work at Dreams or whatever. Mm. So we go and we eat, and I just remember her eating and her drinking and just seeing everything on her teeth, like being stuck mm-hmm. on her teeth because she had so much plaque buildup. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at her and I'm like, how are people dating you? Right. She got fat ass? No. No, she, she was bad. No she was actually bad built. But I don't, I don't. She doing something right. I don't. Well, people, <laughs> now the men, something. now people used to say she used to suck a mean dick. Oh, well, really? Yes, people used to say that all the time, like she could really get some really? head. But with that, that plaque? With that plaque, girl. Uh, so this is what I have to say. Honestly, mm. I don't even have to have that. Con- I can't have that conversation with a man about plaque buildup because you're not dating me. Not as somebody big ass age. Not I'm, oh, and then I date older men. Like yeah. the youngest man I'm gonna date at this point is gonna be like 35. So at 35, you should know how to brush your teeth. It, Jackson, my nephew, is six and he knows how to brush his teeth. I just don't understand why would you not want to brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. Like what make you be like okay I'm about to get up I'm just not gonna brush my she teeth. She used to today. just pop. She used to stay with gum on her. She just be like it gives the same effect. That's no, what she you used to lying. Say. I, I, when I tell these stories, I'm gonna need because people really think I'm lying. I'm gonna have Jazz. I'm gonna have you talk to Jasmine one day. My other best yeah. friend Jasmine because we all three used to be together. Nobody understands how nasty this girl was. No one. Lauren does, because Lauren was there, like, during the end of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a nasty-ass bitch. And it's different. Did she take baths? Barely. Very rarely. I will never forget, she sat on my couch and it, like, left a mark, because she used to lay there so much. And I couldn't tell if it was, like, a dirt mark or, like, for just her from laying there for so long. What she was, was her sign? Um, nasty. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to say maybe she was a Pisces, but <gasps> she, she didn't like water. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> are you so, a water sign? You don't like water. So yeah, my best advice is if you have to talk to somebody at um about hygiene at our age, you don't need to be dating them. Yeah. There's no conversation that needs to be had. I shouldn't have to have. Yeah, a conversation I don't feel like it's you. a conversation to be had. It's too many niggas, other niggas out there who got money, who gone, who are who are clean, together, yeah, who are just gonna be clean. Yeah, you're you not gonna even have to have that conversation. Like, yeah, because like I feel like if you don't take it, your I always say this to me: your mouth is like the focal point of your face. Mm-hmm. So. Because people are automatically going to look at your mouth because you're when talking. you're talking. Right. So it's like if you don't take care of your mouth, you what? don't take care of nothing. Nothing. Because that's, that's the number one thing everyone can see. Right. So I'm sorry. I just, I can't. Sorry, sister. Mm-hmm. We ain't got no advice sorry, for you. Drop that man. nigga. Get rid of his ass. He canceled. Mm-hmm. Let the Kalana take him. <gasps> okay. You know what? <laughs> Go ahead. Read far. the goddamn <laughs> mail. Is it's, it's this the, Call me Taylor? Oh, no. See, you did say see. call me Taylor. See how she don't listen, y'all. I did listen, but where is it? Here, let me pull it up. Oh, I found it. Okay. okay. 
Call me Taylor. Let me start off by saying I accidentally stumbled across your podcast and I love it. You guys talk about real shit and I'm here for it. Okay, now to my question, and it's not about a boy. So I recently moved to Kansas City, Missouri about two years ago from the East Coast. I graduated from school and decided to move out here to live with my parents to save money because I was planning on going to grad school. I'm 24 years old. Once I got out here, I got super depressed and lonely. Yes, I had my parents, but that whole adjustment from living on my own and having friends to having no friends or social life sucked. I made some friends, but when I took some local college classes, but they moved back to Florida, I was back to no friends, that I was consistently traveling back east to see my friends. I have made some friends through work, and they're great, but they're all white, and I'm always the token black friend. I don't mind having white friends. I have friends from every race. Y'all just know there's a difference between being a black girl and dealing with our everyday issues, having friends who have the same issues and hurdles. We can help each other. I grew up in white schools, but all my high school and college best friends are black queens, so it's an adjustment. Mm -hmm. I just miss being around black females and culture. My question is how slash where can I meet people slash friends without it coming off as being desperate or creepy you both made big moves from texas to georgia but y'all at least knew people and had a following how did y'all manage that big transition it's been two years and i feel like i'm still struggling i don't mind going places to event or events by myself but i know it's not exactly safe as a female to do so in some settings especially in some parts of kc i've tried looking online to see if there's a drop if there are drops in dance classes or even a Caribbean slash Afro parties and events to attend, but I swear KC has no culture. I'm just trying to meet some black queens slash kings. Thanks in advance, Taylor. Okay. Um, I guess I am kind of out of touch with this topic because, like she did say, we had a following. Mm -hmm. So whenever I moved out here and I, like, made the announcement that I moved to Atlanta, I had a lot of people reaching out to me and being like, oh, let me show you around. Let's mm -hmm. hang out. Like, I had a lot of people reaching out to me. So, honestly, I feel like the best thing that you can do is, like, use your social media if you can. Like, if you see people in your area doing things, like, I don't know. I Put yourself out there. I mean, I mean that's the best advice I can give because yeah. I know one thing for me is like um, Mandy told me whenever I moved out here, you know, to network and stuff, you have to be around people who do the same things as you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So if you ever like follow black girls that or follow black girls on Twitter, that's how the best thing for me is Twitter, honestly. Yeah. I feel like on Twitter you can get a feel of people's personality and you build rapport with people on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Like literally jazz diamond and killer are three people that are very important in my life and i met them all from twitter mm -hmm. now i'm not saying everybody's experience is going to be like mine but like i said if you follow people and build a rapport with them of people like in your city they're going to reach out to you and they're going to mm -hmm. want to hang out so if you do have a twitter you can use that for your advantage you know what i'm saying more so twitter than instagram to me because like yeah. i said twitter you can see people's personality more um I don't know, like, I be talking to people, like, when I go get my, I have a black nail tech, so when I talk to her and get my nails done, I'm like, oh, what you be doing, girl? Like, where you be, where you be hanging out at? Like, this and that. Like, I always just talk to people. So, and, the, like, if you see black people, like, young black girls ever out and about, don't hesitate to be like, hey, I just moved out here. You can lie and be like, hey, I haven't been out here long. What kind of clubs be popping out here? Not necessarily, oh, can we yeah, hang just out? Spark a conversation. Just spark a conversation. Ask them where they hang out at. Like, where are the hot spots for, like, young black people? Because you don't know. A lot of times when you ask people that, 
they don't mind sharing their hangout spots. So I yeah. feel like if you see women or men your age, just just talk to people. Yeah. I think for me, when I first moved out here, I didn't know anybody. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, I ain't really big on social media. Like, I have a couple, like, followers, but I, ain't, I just be chilling. Right. So when I first moved out here, I kind of went through, like, the group me route. So I was, like, trying to get added to, like, different groups through group me. They have this group called The Wave that's in, like, different cities. Mm -hmm. So you can try to hit up thewave.com to see if there's a Kansas City. And it's nothing but black people in there. Mm. Um, go on LinkedIn and try to join, like, an, a black alumni group. Like, mm -hmm. even though it's just not for school, them people be turned up. So, yeah. like, you know, even though you may find them, because I had somebody reach out to me through LinkedIn, and I didn't know Texas Southern had an alumni group out here. Mm, mm. I didn't know that either. And I'm TSU alumni. Yeah, that's right. We TSU alumni. She was like, hey, she was like, you know, the group has been going for like three years. And I was like, so, you know, I told her, send me the email, send me the newsletter. So, it's just, you know, don't be scared to use different platforms if you don't, like, you know, maybe. I never been to Kansas City. I don't know how many me neither. Negroes is out there. It don't sound like it any. don't sound like. Hey, any child, the ain't the what 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 football the team Kansas out City there? Chiefs. Oh, it's won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, girl, you got some Benny Bees out there, yeah, yeah, you, you were you need to get on. Baby, we coming to KC. We gonna we gonna find some friends for you, girl. We gonna take good care of you. But yeah, I would say group me. You say like I yeah. I feel like social media is your friend. I feel like social media does a lot of harm, but it does a lot of help. Like I said, I found a lot of important people in my life. So I, Nigerian Bay, I found him on like yeah. he found me on Twitter. Like on Twitter. a lot of important people in my life, I've met off of social media. Honestly, right. so I feel like there is nothing wrong with using social media because sometimes you can yeah. meet some people and build some good relationships. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Y'all both gave good advice. I mean, I don't really have anything to add to that. Okay, I feel like introverts. Y'all like you be like you be to yourself. Mm -hmm. Come on. Mm -hmm. So you know, <laughs> I would never even ask. This but I question. feel like well, Drea, Drea doesn't really make friends on social media like that. I feel like when you moved out here, you you made a lot of friends because you were working in the club. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of your friends came from the club. Yeah, I mean, but then also too, I was never in a situation like that per se because I moved here with somebody. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you had you know a friend. I, mean? yeah. I had somebody that I moved here with from Houston, and then literally. Not that long after me and her stopped being friends, Lex moved here. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? I did start hanging with some girls and stuff at the club. But, you know, I kind of, it's not that I be against stuff like that, but I just haven't had good experiences. I swear, I remember. Not on social media. Like, I've never really made too many friends from social media. Mm -hmm. But, like, as far as, like, being in the clubs and being in the mix and becoming friends with them type of girls, mm -hmm. I haven't really had great experiences with that. So, I don't never really... I wouldn't give her that advice. Right. That's why I said I agree more so yeah. with what y'all were saying. Because I remember when I first moved there, they were all kind of hitting you up like, Drea acting funny because her little friend out yeah, here Yeah, everybody now. <laughs> started thinking I was acting funny when Lex moved out here because, you know, for a, for a little while, after me and my roommate that I moved here with, we stopped being friends. You know, Lex wasn't here yet, so I was working and I did start hanging more with the girls that I was working with and stuff. But then it was like once Lex got here, I was like, oh, you house was just placeholders anyway. Placeholders. I'm dead. So, you know, now I can hang with my real I am age. dead. I really be wanting to be around. I oh, am Lord. dead. Because, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like when you meet people in certain settings, it's just never really genuine. It's, right. Yeah. 
So and Atlanta is really bad with that. Right. Atlanta right. is Houston is not so much so bad at it as Atlanta is. Like I've never seen shit like this as far as like women it's using crazy. women yeah. to just be in their circle because they know they be around certain people. Yeah, people it's just crazy. Want to be your friend for like reasons for the like, wrong oh, reasons. They want to be gang so bad. Yeah. yeah, it's just strange. So yeah, I would strange. say like I said, talk to people if you see young black girls out and about. Talk to them, see where they hang out, mm-hmm. and then use your social media. That's our advice to yeah. you. Um, item of the week is the hand <laughs> sanitizer. <laughs> And soap and water. Please, yes. 20 y'all. seconds, y'all. Yes, wash your hands, sing happy birthday. You can sing mm-hmm. an Aretha Franklin song. Uh, anything. Say do the alphabet. A- a- the alphabet, oh, the anything. Alphabet. Y'all, yeah. please wash your hands. Keep your fingers out of your nose, mouth, your eyes. Uh, your eyes. Just please be safe. And, yeah, hand sanitizer. Use your hand sanitizer. Wipe Keep your house down. wipes on y'all, too. Yes, make sure you're wiping your homes down. Keep your homes clean. Keep the baby safe. Keep your elderly safe. And yeah, what? That's all those cool things. Yeah, all those cool things. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, seriously. Y'all got anything y'all want to add? You want to plug anything, Lil Jazz? Um, no. You better get it out now. <laughs> plug it up. Plug you it can up. Follow plug me on Twitter in, and Instagram at the Homie Jazz. That's T H E Homie Jazz. Um, follow my podcast page at Dialogue with Degenerates. Follow me and Lex at Jazz and Lex. Where to next? Um, all of your brand management hosting needs, hit me up. I got you. Yeah, plug you with the right people. And um, yeah, and y'all go get y'all some merch. Y'all have been buying the merch. Yeah. Thank y'all yeah. so much Thank to the listeners all. that have been buying the merch. We appreciate some girl. One girl bought two shirts. She got an old brother shirt and she got a um, uh, at the end of the day shirt. Oh, for real? Yeah, so shout out to you. I think her name is Mandy. So shout out to you, sis. Shout out to you, Yeah, so thank you to everybody who's been buying merch and buying coffee mugs or Mm -hmm. buying whatever. We really appreciate it because this is funding the live show that's coming. We are trying to work on the brunch, too. Yes. Fucking shit fucking up our bags. Yes, coronavirus (laughs) is fucking up a lot of stuff, but me, Andrea, and Kiki and Medina are working on an event, and y'all are going to love it. So stay tuned for that. But most importantly, I promise y'all, we are working on a live show. We are. And it is coming. We are like, it's like coming soon so just stay tuned we got to see how everything plays out with the coronavirus but we just thank y'all so yeah. much i never thought that we would get to this point to where we're working on the live show mm-hmm. so i just want to take a moment to thank all the listeners our show is continuously growing yeah, like every week is. we have people that are new listeners so make sure y'all keep sharing the podcast because the more we grow the more content and great things that we can give y'all and do for y'all trying to throw events in each and every city because we want to meet all of y'all yeah. so thank y'all so much for and the support tagging us every week too. yes like, this past week i noticed we had hella re- Repo. Yes, we love like when you My story was looking like a little tic tac. Yes, and I just want to give a shout out to my nail tech because I didn't even know, I didn't even tell her to watch the show or anything. And she uh-huh. watched it and I had, she watched the episode when I shouted her out mm. and I was talking about customer service. That was the episode last week and she right. like posted the whole segment. And I love that because she doesn't even know, like, that was a little promotion for right. me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so people that are following her are going to go listen to my show now. So I just love that. Like, when y'all repost the show, y'all don't even know. I don't yeah, know who's we really watching. Appreciate your, it. We appreciate it so much because that's just like promo for us for more people to watch so we appreciate right. y'all we just want to let y'all know that every week like how much like we really do we this for y'all. y'all honestly like I said I didn't want to record today but so many of y'all were like uh baby girl get in the studio and record because we All need right, to I got right. y'all back I Drea did have y'all's too. back she did have <laughs> y'all's back and the girls <laughs> They be asking about Moran every fucking week. <laughs> they can't, they, when they see Moran at the live show, they gonna they, go crazy. They gonna go crazy. <laughs> we might give a special VIP package for Moran. But the crazy thing is, they keep asking us, "Can they see Moran?" Whenever he posts things about the show, we repost him and we every tag time. him. And we tag so him. All y'all things. gotta do is click on do. his page, y'all. <laughs> click on his page. But he's the Wizard Kelly, y'all. He's behind Wizard the camera. Kelly, this is the man behind everything. Hey. 
So shout out to Moran. And um, yes, we'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.